The following podcast was improvised without a script. Radio 680, the voice of Syracuse. Hello, everyone. It's time for Pet Adoptions. I'm your host, Padre Hepburn. <laughs> yeah, I love doing that. All right, so today we have a couple of guests, and they're going to bring in some pets for you to consider. We hope we can find loving homes for them. First, I want to bring in Len from the Central Syracuse Animal Shelter. Len, who do you have with us with Hi. Us you today? Hi, Padre. It's good to be here. Hi. Very nice to be here. Uh, I'd like to introduce you to Peter the Penguin. <gasps> Oh my goodness. Oh That's my right. God. That's right. Uh, Peter oh. the Penguin. We found him walking down 127th Street. Oh my goodness. Right oh. here in downtown Syracuse. Oh, that's so scary. Uh, and uh, he he has kind of a, a funky little left foot. Oh. Now, about every four feet, because of his uh, his his trick foot there, mm-hmm. his uh, mm-hmm. funny foot, uh, he will fall over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I noticed it. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, there you go. Yeah. So we do encourage that you have some uh, bumpers on your coffee sure, tables uh, sure. and just be careful when he's around doorknobs because he might fall into your doorknob. Um, do you think maybe for something like this, I mean, is it possible to craft maybe an artificial foot or uh, maybe could he walk on crutches to get around um, just yeah, to help you know, protect him a the, little bit? Those are all options for the loving home that adopts him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're mm-hmm. not going to we're not going to spend the extra money to uh, make him a, you know, an artificial foot. I see. I mean, we're okay. just, we're, we're, sure. just, we're a nonprofit. You well, know. that's that's true. Um, right. But oh, oh, that's again. just really sad. I'm oh, sorry. poor guy. Uh, we do require that you have an ice slide. Uh, mm-hmm. They like ice slides. Uh, that way they can go out into the backyard and uh, do their business. I see. Uh, P- Peter is not yet uh, house trained. But how, how would a, a, a new pet owner house train a penguin? You uh, hit it on the beak with a rolled up newspaper. Oh, so like a puppy. Yeah, just okay. like a puppy. Oh, uh, who, who would have thought that? I, yeah. that's, that's uh, but they're very quick to learn. They're very smart, the penguin. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's just, again. yeah. Yeah, he'll he'll have to figure something out. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. I do uh, do one other requirement for the homeowner. Yes, yes. Uh, they require a 400 gallon tub of very chilled water. Oh, oh, okay. 400 gallon tub. So as long as you have a 400 gallon tub of very chilled water. Uh, of course, you can. Um, I see. And Len, before I forget, mm-hmm. I mean, what uh, what do you need to feed the penguin? Uh, feeding penguins is very easy. Uh, mm-hmm. We okay. we recommend Good. that you have a half ton vat of dead frozen fish, uh, and and don't um, don't be alarmed if they do their usual penguin regurgitation. Oh, that's, that's how, good to know. Yes, we should. That's good to know. That's how they, people need to know. That. There, there it is. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, and he fell right in it. Okay. Um. So I, I, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that there is a place nearby. Is it somewhere? In, is it near Central Syracuse where they can buy those dead fish? I'm pretty sure I know a place. Yes, Padre, you are absolutely correct. Um, we prefer to go to Sally's Syracuse Pet Shop, mm-hmm. and Sally's usually has half-ton tanks of frozen dead fish. I thought uh, just, I heard that. Such okay. this thing. Thank you, Len. Um, and next we have Dan from the Hubbard County Animal Hospital. 
Dan. That's right. Dan Barkley from uh, Hubbard uh, County Animal Hospital. You just said that, but I... I repeated it. No, it's good to repeat it. I, I feel like we can't say these names enough. We want people to be aware of the the agencies that are out there. Um, so, Dan, who do you have with you today? I have Jerry the Giraffe. Wow. Yeah. Sorry about the ceiling tiles there. He's very tall. Well, those can always be replaced. Um well, how did you happen to come across this guy? He was in a cage and I let him out. Oh. I see. Was it? It's so you did a really good thing. Hey, Dan, he's he's, he's about to step on the penguin's other foot. Can you maybe move him over? Oh, the, yeah. We, oh, sorry, we, sorry, oh, Jerry. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. This um, one. Peter the penguin only has the one good foot, and you don't want to mess up the other one. Yeah. Sorry about that's right. that, Jerry. That was over there. There awkward. we go. Okay, right. Jerry. Jerry the giraffe. Right. How exciting! That's right. That's right. Okay, so, um, what would a new pet owner need to know about taking care of Jerry the giraffe? You should probably have a ladder, mm-hmm. certainly, because they're very tall. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sorry about the ceiling fan there. Well, th- that's all right. It's um, we were going to replace it anyway. Um, and what do a giraffe like to eat? No one knows. I've been feeding it frittatas. How exciting! Um, Padre, uh, this is, uh, sorry to interrupt, uh, producer Steve, uh, we have on the phone, uh, the Syracuse Police Department. Uh, apparently there has been a, uh, stolen giraffe. All right. I gotta get going now. I'm gonna uh, ride Jerry home. Hey, which, uh, which roads don't have, uh, low bridges? And that's all right. We'll figure it out. All right. We gotta go. Sorry. Sorry well, about that window. Come on, okay. Jerry. Watch out for the penguin. Oh, Hi, thank you, Dan. Um, Okay, well, I guess that means the giraffe is not up for adoption. The the penguin is, though. Pete the penguin is still available to a lovely home. Yes, he's He's a a five foot three emperor Mm -hmm. penguin. Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, has a funky little leg. Funky little leg. uh, Mm -hmm. And sometimes falls over. Sometimes he falls over. Oh, it's actually kind of cute now. It's getting kind of cute when he falls over. Get back Um, up. So thank you very much for your time. Thanks for having us here. Oh, thank you, Len. Sorry about the thing with the giraffe, though. That didn't work out. Well, that's well, that's all right. Hopefully, um, Dan it just falls in love with his little foster pet and decides to keep him. Yeah, that'd be those nice. are some of the best best scenarios. Well, thank you everyone uh, for joining us for Pet Adoptions on Radio Six Eighty Syracuse. I am your host, Padre Hepburn. We will be back again soon with more pets for you to adopt. Bye. <laughs> Welcome to Point Other Point. I'm your host, Howard K. Burns. And with us today, the lively debate, fork versus spoon. For the spoons, we have Neil Spooner of the famous Syracuse Spoon Factory, founder and uh, heir to the Spooner fortune. That's right. I founded the factory and I'm the heir. That's right. To the the factory. It's amazing. Uh, and also Marvin Flemish, the assistant director of the International Forum on Eating Utensils. Uh, th- th- thank you. Th- th- thank you for, for having me. Mr. Flemish, as you know, Mr. Spooner of the Syracuse Spoon Factory has been rather vocal recently on the Internet uh, about that, that spoons are just a superior utensil 
to forks. I, I think it's a there. There is a, a vast, vast uh, conspiracy that everybody knows uh, with uh, the Spooner family and spoons in general pushing their anti-fork agenda. No one needs a fork anymore. Everything could be eaten with a spoon. Everyone knows that. Well, I, I uh, I'm curious about that, Mister Spooner. If uh, if you need to like jab a nice pork chop or something, I can't imagine doing that with a spoon. Well, you ever use one of those spoons that they make for grapefruits with the with little uh, rigidy edges on them? That's well, perfect for a pork chop. I'm yeah, telling you. But I, you know, at that point, I think you are starting to get into fork territory. Uh, let's let's talk to the assistant director of the International Forum on Utensils. Uh, is a grapefruit spoon actually a spoon, or is it closer to a fork? It it's it's really more of a, of a fork. Like let, let let's be honest, it's closer here. to a knife than a fork, and you know if, it. There's no tines. If you if you are are looking to stab something. Clearly, you need a fork, and forks are, are better than spoons for, for just about everything. Ah, uh, that's a load of hooey, and you know it. Ever tried to eat a soup with a fork? Of course you haven't. Yes. You use uh, a spoon. Mr. Spooner brings up a good point there, Marvin, that uh, forks are completely, utterly stupid when it comes to spoons. Abs- when it comes to soups, I say. A- a- absolutely. Uh, anytime you need a, a, you should use a spoon. We're we're completely rational. We are the International Forum on Eating Utensils, so we support all sorts of utensils and their You've particular been uses. Back on us spoons for years. How? Uh, I, 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 listen, you may talk I, about may I, spoons. Well, there are speak, different sir. kinds of spoons. There are tablespoons. There are teaspoons. Gentlemen, well, you shut up, gentlemen. Gentlemen, please oh, uh, let's uh, ladle. Uh, ladle clown. is a spoon. I understand. We can't have this kind of uh, uh, this kind of behavior on point. Other point. Uh, we uh, please uh, allow Mister Flemish to uh, explain. Where we object is the spooner family retelling of the utensil history and not giving forks their fair due in terms of where where they sit in the utensil drawer. Mr. Spooner, Mr. Flemish does have a point there. It does seem that the Syracuse Spoon Factory is a little heavy on spoon. Well, we think that uh, my uh, debate partner here uh, uh, does uh, have a point about there being a, a, a fair amount of dew, and the fair amount of dew is coming from his mouth. Okay, well, now we no, I do not appreciate uh, these ad hominem. Well, it is because he's I, talking I, a bunch I, of do. Gentlemen, in this contentious time that we find ourselves in, uh, when utensils have uh, been fighting utensils, uh, is there any hope for a spoon and fork to find some sort of common ground. Well, I, I, don't I would say, Mr. Spooner, Mr. Flemish, uh, I, let, let Mr. Spooner finish for a moment. Go ahead, Mr. Spooner. Look, look what I can do with this spoon on the end of my nose. All right. Hey, so that's all right, Mr. Flemish, do that with a fork. I think we all remember back in 2003 when the Syracuse Spoon Factory and Spooner brand food, uh, spoons were bursting into flames. Well, that was an accident. My uh, my son, he turned the furnace up a little too high there, but uh, I gave him a good whacking with a good wooden spoon well, right that's on the, his behind. That's all well and good for the Spooner family, but when an innocent Syracuse family buys a spoon that just bursts into flames in their hands, well, I think uh, there needs to be some sort of uh, recompense. You didn't even offer them a new set of spoons, Mr. Spooner. Well, that's not a very good business practice. Just giving away spoons now, is it? Mm. 
Man. We gotta sell spoons to make money so we can make money. Well, you know I don't what I'm think. Saying? Well, I understand. We got a business to run here, not some sort of charity for spoonless so you're people. Say you're, you're, you're saying uh, you're saying um, pyrotechnic spoons. That is a good business practice. Why not? Fourth uh, uh, yeah. of July, as you're eating your uh, lumberjack cereal. I'm inclined, Mr. Flemish, to uh, lean a little bit more toward the fork now after what I've heard today. Well, well I, I'll tell you what, tell you, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what when I say that. Well, that. Mr. Spinner, I'll tell you what, I'm going to go home uh, and I'm going to spoon my wife. What are you going to do? Go home and fork yours? Gross. Well, we appreciate, uh, obviously, we, we're not coming to a, an agreement here on spoons or forks, uh, but we will continue this at another time. Uh, in the meantime, I am Howard K. Burns. This is Point Other Point on Radio 680 Syracuse. Later tonight on Radio 680, the latest adventures of Elliot Steele, Gunshot Gumshoe. Hi, everybody. I'm out on the streets of Syracuse with the newest candy bar from Nestle, Chewy Gooey. Let's see how the people of Syracuse like this brand new treat. Here's a little boy now. Hey, little boy. Want Say, miss. Want some candy? Say, mister, is that the newest Chewy Gooey? It sure is Chewy Gooey, the candy bar with the Chewy Center. Ah, oh, can I have a bite? I got a whole nickel. Well, you need more nickel than that for a bite of chewy gooey, but I'm going to let you try one. Free sample, yeah. go ahead. For real, mister? For You'll do real. that? Go All ahead. right. Thanks. Let me just uh, unwrap it here. Oh, yeah. So there's uh, nine layers in chewy gooey. That's, that's the really something. First layer is chocolate. The second uh, layer uh, is nougat. Uh, uh, layer after that uh, is peanut, what, and then you have a peanut butter. What after that it? is the second layer of nougat, and uh, then uh, a layer uh, of it, dark chocolate. Is that then maple? A raspberry maple nougat. Oh, I forgot. Really and then into the center, you get uh-huh. the gum. Honey, honey, what are you doing? I, what, what is in your mouth? It's not. What is that? I can't really. Does that have peanuts in it? I think You know might. you're allergic to peanuts. I know, but. Does it have raspberry? It's so good. Those will kill you. But Take mom, that out of your mouth. Come on, Now, mom. spit it out. Spit it in my hand. Uh, now, spit it out. Mom, spit it. Come spit on. it. Spit it. <laughs> oh, great. Now you're swelling up. Yeah. I'm not swelling up. Uh, whoever this, whoever gave him this candy, would you please call nine one one? I'm still calling you. And I don't have my EpiPen. That's right, folks. Chewy gooey, you'll have sirens going off in your mouth. Radio six eighty. How to live your life with Doctor Helen. Call in with your questions and find a solution to your problems. Now, from Radio 680, Dr. Helen. All right, and we're back with the latest episode of How to Live Your Life. Let's go ahead and uh, shoot it out to our first caller today. Caller, are you there? Hello, is this Dr. Helen? This is Dr. Helen. Thanks Uh, for calling in. Remember, your life is my life too. Okay. I, I really, I'm looking forward to your advice because I've been listening to you for a long time and my life sucks. Oh, no, I don't believe that. I'm sure there are aspects of your life that are maybe not where you want them to be, but but let's let's look at one of those. Let's take it one at a time. Caller, and caller, what's your name? My name is Stan. Okay, Stan. So Stan, 
Your whole life can't suck, but give me one thing that sure does. Uh, I'm, I'm applying for a job this week, and I have a job interview on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last job interview I went on, I just, I didn't, I, I got nervous, and I, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't, I couldn't really get, get, I couldn't, I tried to, and then when I was talking, I was trying to explain to the guy mm-hmm. what I, and there really was no, and I tried mm-hmm. to bring it all to, mm-hmm. and really, and I couldn't seem mm-hmm. to express myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh... You know, I'm 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 not hearing that in you uh, right now. It seems like I you, appreciate that because uh, that really gives me. I mean, I it, it makes me feel like I. I mean, when you say things like that from deep down, and then mm-hmm. I sort of I, I feel like I can bring it all together, and then we can uh, have a further convert with the you know, and and then mm-hmm. I I think mm-hmm. people will better understand you know mm-hmm. right. Um, mm-hmm. um, here's what I'd like you to do for me today, Stan. Uh, do you have a pencil or a pen? Just a second. Hey, where do we? The, what, where do you keep the with the thing? I want something uh, tells me. Right. Stan wanna, is shouting from his basement up the, to his. You got one of the mom. things that would you get it yourself? Or oh, dad? I, I found one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Doctor Helen, are yes, you still there? I'm still here, Stan. I'm okay. here with you because remember, your life is my life too. I have a pencil. And do you have something to write on? Hang on a second. Oh, now we need boy. the thing. Uh, do you have one of the papyrus with the? I was looking for the. Mm. Ah, you just mm. Thank you. It's next to the shower. Okay, Perfect. I got it. Thanks. Great. Okay. Okay, right. Stan. Doctor Helen. Yeah. Are you still there? I am. Okay. Here's what I'd like you to do, Stan. I'm actually gonna shoot out to another caller real quick, but okay. while I have you on hold, I want you to write down three things you like about yourself, and when we come back. I'm going to have you read them to me so that you don't have to come up with thoughts on your own. You're going to be able to look at your thoughts on paper and let them speak to you. So, Stan, I'm going to put you on hold for just a second. Remember, Stan, three, how many things? uh, I'm going to write down three things. There we go. All right, Stan, remember, we'll be right back. And I'm going to come out to our second caller for the day. Caller, it's Dr. Helen. Are you there? Hi, Dr. Helen. Oh, hello. I'm so glad to have you on the show today. What's your name? My name is Julie. Hello, Julie. And... Remember, you come to me because you know that I'm going to be able to fix whatever it is that ails you. So oh, let's let's hear it, Julie. I sure hope so. I do too. Well, uh, I'm one of those people who is coming to you with relationship issues. Oh, and you know I've had my share of those. Yeah. Well, um, see, here's the thing. I um, I can't seem to stay in a relationship no matter how hard I try. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got, everything's really going for me. I'm incredibly hot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fine with all kinds of, you know, kinky stuff in bed. Mm-hmm. That's not an issue. That's important. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a pretty good job mm-hmm. working at a pet store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. so that's, that's. I, I mean, just, I, I mean, who wouldn't want to be with me? I, um, and you're so humble. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I know. Thank you. Yeah, um, so yeah. I, I just, I don't understand what, what, what else I need to do. Um, you know, I, I just, I'm just kind of at a loss here. So I'm just looking for something, just some new direction, I guess. Would you possibly be interested in someone that say, um, oh, I don't know, lived in their parents' basement, um, had some trouble uh, maybe getting a job, uh, maybe had trouble stringing words together, but had some real, real potential? Julia, would you be willing to to seek out that potential if it meant a long-lasting and fulfilling relationship? Um, well... Perfect. I'm going to put you on hold. Stan, are you still there? 
Hi, Dr. Helen. I'm here. How are you, Stan? I'm good. Thank you very great, much. Great. Now I gave you a job. Right. Right? Because remember, your life right. is... In your hands. Mm, close. Right. Uh, you had to write down three things that right. you like about yourself. And and I'm going to go ahead and have you read them to me, Stan. Would okay. you Okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I have a nice aquarium. Perfect. I uh, know how to make a very good grilled cheese. Perfect. And I have an incredible penis. Julie, are you there? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. And can you hear Stan? Yes. Did you hear that love of fish? I like that part. Now, listen, I'm not usually, um, you know, matching people up on my show, but sometimes the magic is just there. And it is my job to just be a conduit. So, uh, Stan. Hi. Uh, Julie. J- yeah. Hi, Julie. N- Julie works in a pet store and Stan likes fish, and I don't know oh, that I need to hear anything else. I think I've been to that pet store. Do you have the fish there at the pet store? We do have fish, yeah. I'm the guy with the penis. Julie, uh, is the pet store hiring? Um, uh, sure. We need somebody to scoop up some uh, poop from the back, from I the larger animals. I can do that, and I can make a grilled cheese. Uh, are you, by chance, like, really hot? Like me, because that's kind of a requirement. Um, hang on for a second. Hey, mom. Mm-hmm. Yes, hi. Mm-hmm. You, you think I'm hot? No, they're ugly. Mm. Mom says I'm very hot. Mm. Well, moms are the best judge. You know what? We're just about out of time for this week's episode. But Stan, Julie, go ahead and hang on the line because I think we're about to take your lives and turn them into our lives too. This has been. How to Live Your Life with Dr. Helen, Stan, and Julie. Best of luck to you. And please call back and keep us in the loop. We'll see you next time. Live from the Radio 680 Broadcasting Headquarters, the news with Stan Wackerman. Good evening, folks. I'm Stan Wackerman. In the news today, we had another newsworthy day event down at the Capitol. Let's go down there with our reporter, Julie Brown. Hi, Stan. This is Julie Brown, broadcasting from the Capitol. I'm here to report that nothing much is happening here. No one's returned back to work yet. But we do have a fair number of protesters out here. We are carrying a variety of signs. And uh, I'm trying to get close enough here so I can see what their signs are saying. We hate things. It looks we like let's do this fight. they're chanting, yeah. we hate things. We hate all the things. Yeah, they seem to just hate everything right now. I'm going to see if I can talk to one of them right now. Excuse me, sir. Sir, what what are you out here protesting? We, well, we we hate things. Um, That's right. You tell them. You, you, tell, you tell the mass media That's about right. the things that That's we right, hate. That's right, baby. You tell them. If, if you have a thing, yeah. we hate I'm against that, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, what what is it that you would like to see happen uh, as a result of this protest here today? I want all the things. Yeah, I don't like you. Yeah. Fake news. Yeah, fake news. Fake news. I don't like her. I I hate all the things. We hate all the things. You're a girl with short hair. We hate that. Yeah, I don't like your microphone. Yeah. We don't don't like the way you look. Yeah. We don't like this place. You got weird shoes. We hate things. Well, we I, hate I, I, things. 
Well, while I support your your right to protest, um, since there's only um, three of you, um, do you think you're going to get much traction here with your protest with only three people? Well, if the lamestream media would maybe give us a little bit of attention every once in a while, but they won't do that. You know why? Because we hate them. We, we hate, hate the things. We, we hate things. Well, Stan, I'm going to send it back to you. There's, there's, there's no, really nothing else to report on. This is not a very productive protest. Um, uh, but that's it from the Capitol. Uh, back to you, Stan. Thank you very much. Great reporting out there. Julie, let's go over to the sports desk, everybody. It's a fantastic sports day out there. Here's Jumpy. Hi, well, thank you. I'm Jumpy Jumperson, and this is sports. Today, nothing happened. Thank you, Jumpy. Always great to hear from you. And now, the weather. Here's Mitzi. Hey, everybody, it's Mitzi with weather, and guess what? Um, there's a chance of rain, 50% chance it will, 50% chance it won't, 100% chance you're not going to know what the hell's happening until you're outside and look up at the sky. Um, but just remember, y'all, it's going to be hot, so drink your water, uh, do all the things, wear your sunscreen, be safe, uh, don't be in big groups, because uh, it's hot. Thanks. Well, we're getting to that time of the day. It's Entertainment Beats. Let's go over to the Entertainment Beats with Frankie. Hello! Frankie here with the entertainment. And here's the latest Hollywood scoop. Brad Pitt. Dan, this is this is Julie again from the Capitol. I just want to break in and report. Um, we have a new set of protesters that have joined the Hate Things protesters. Let me see if I can get close to the new prote- protesters and hear what they're saying. Uh, excuse me, what is your protest about? Well, you know, uh, we heard that there's this thing over uh, in the Playhouse called the uh, Music Man. We don't, we don't like it. Well, what is it you don't like about it? Well, there's music and there's a man. Uh, so, are you you have a problem with just the fact that there's music in a musical and it's about a man and there's a man in it? Well, yes. Who wants to watch a musical with a man? Uh, I see. Uh, so you're not out here protesting the other protesters. You're just protesting the other mu- the we, musical. We we, fi- we find that it's uh, very historically inaccurate that there would actually be music in Iowa. So I think it's completely unrealistic and it's glorifying uh, the idea that you can actually just go and and, and kidnap little kids and, and make them play music. It's yeah, terrible. yeah, yeah. Um, if I could just jump in here. Hi, yeah, Karen. Listen. Um, if we want to teach our kids about representation and being fair and what life really looks like, people don't just sing when they are trying to live their lives. That's right. Just talk, people. Right. All talk, right. We don't it. need you singing. Just talk. Get up on the stage. Talk. You say it. You say yeah, it a lot. We don't, we don't I mean, what no, kind of world? We don't want no music. No. I mean, music yeah. is fine at a concert. All right. If you're going to tell me the story about a nice young professor who goes to Iowa to sell instruments. Just tell me the story. Stop singing about it. Come on. So is it it's probably just safe for you to assume you should just join the We Hate Things protesters then you're just kind of all together no, in a big no, group? No, 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 no. So no? No. Hey! Stop 
somebody else is protesting at our protest. We hate that. Okay, it looks like it's getting kind of ugly down here, Stan. We've got two protests going on. Uh, One of them hates musicals, and the other one hates things. Um, I there's really only about five people here now, so it's not too terribly concerning. They're just yelling at one another. Yeah, so everybody's insulting one another. Just don't start singing about it. So, uh, Stan, I'm gonna send it back to you. It's a pretty uneventful uh, uh, dual rally down here, so uh, really nothing else to report. Um, light traffic is otherwise light. There's no streets being blocked. Um, people are still walking their dogs. I don't think anyone's really uh, concerned about what's going on down here. So uh, back to you, Stan. Thank you for that report. And now here's the news you can use. A local man fell into a vat of coffee. Experts say he didn't suffer. It was instant. Winner of the 1987 Peabody Award for Broadcast Excellence. This has been The News with Stan Wackerman. Radio 680. The voice of Syracuse. The city has a thousand stories. Backstabbers. Two faces. Gin drinkers. In the space between lawlessness and righteousness comes one man who has his own rule book. Elliot Steele. Gunshot Gumshoe. Tonight's episode. No time for soup. Tuesday. Late. Dark. In bed. I'll get it. Yeah, I'll get it. Yeah? Mm-hmm. 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 Well. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. How's that? Do what now? Come again? Mm-hmm. 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 Gotta go. Aw, oh, baby, it's Tuesday. Late. Dark. In bed. No can do. Well, not you again, Steele. Problem, Lieutenant Polunsky? Afraid one gumshoe is going to show up the entire police force? Again? Nah, big talk from a little man. I'm 5'3 and tower over the entire fourth grade class at Grover Cleveland Elementary, so watch yourself, Polunsky. Nah, go bite your pretzel stick. So, you got a PID on the ADV? A PID on the ADV? I never heard of that. A positive identification on the apparently dead victim. For God's sake, Steele, just say who's the stiff like a normal person. Mm, too many cerebellum neurons across the corpus colossi for you, Lieutenant. Ah, go butter your corn cob. Hold on. That's no stiff. It's Judge O'Grady from the 9th District. Hey, he was supposed to rule on Tony Garbanzo tomorrow. I'm afraid this judge is out of order. What are you waiting for? Uh, there was supposed to be a big dramatic musical stinger or something. That when I say out of order, but that, you know what? Just forget it, forget it. Hey, Steele, if Garbanzo got to the judge, he's probably gunning for the guy who got him and his whole gang in hot water. And that guy is you. Oh, come on, really? I better call headquarters. Hold it, Polunsky. That's exactly what Garbanzo was expecting. Give me 37 minutes. Why 37? Oh, I don't know. The app says my Uber driver is four minutes away, and I'll arrive at my destination at 1.18 a.m., and that's 37 minutes. What's so odd about that? Nah, go crumble your croutons. Is Elliot Steele walking into a trap? 
Will Lieutenant Polanski let Steele in on the major clue? And when will my pizza tots be done? Tune in next time when we hear Wendy Woolbright say to Elliot... Because if you don't click confirm, it won't record the show. I told you that last week. Well, last week I didn't know the show would be on again. It's on every week. It's a weekly show. I don't even want to watch it. It's stupid anyway. That's next time on Elliot Steele, Gunshot Gumshoe. Radio 680 now concludes another broadcasting day. Today's programming was improvised by the cast of the Portuguese Rodeo Clown Company. Mark C. Holden, Johnny Molson, Patrick Russell, Mary-Kate Smith, and Mary Young. Radio 680 broadcasts in the public interest from a transmitter located in Syracuse, USA, with a license granted under the authority of the Federal Podcasting Commission. Any resemblance to an actual radio station is remarkable. Please subscribe to this podcast and leave a big fat five-star review. No portion of this program may be rebroadcast without express written consent from the Commissioner of Major League Baseball. Our internet home is Radio680.com.